0: So if you're doing calls and if things getting snagged as spam or anything else too much, they'll immediately switch it out for you to a free, clear number. And so then you'll obviously you'll skip past that spam filter. So that's really helped our pickup rates. Um, and obviously just being consistent. We know that every 250 dials will equal one good prospect. So that's either a voicemail, no pickup or a conversation, but every 250 is going to give us something that we can work with. And so if you're doing 500 calls a day, right as two potential people you can be working with every single day. Now it's the law of averages. Some days you're not gonna get anything, maybe two or three days, nothing, maybe a week, nothing. But then one day you'll get, or two days you'll get like three or four leads in one day. It all averages that.
1: Welcome to the Freedom Chasers Podcast, where we bring you interviews and discussions that share the stories, successes, goals, and dreams of real estate agents and real estate investors pursuing a life of purpose and freedom Alright guys, today I get to interview Greg McDaniel, the Grandmaster, a man whose podcast I was on six years ago. And this is important because... A lot of people in real estate are just dancing around doing all kinds of new stuff all the time. But this man was doing the same thing six years ago and is still killing it. So we're going to get into not only how you can have massive success in real estate, but also how you can stay in the game, even in these crazy times. Greg is an amazing real estate agent out there in a part of California that a lot of people have a hard time with because it's very competitive. So we're going to be talking about that as well. Greg, thank you so much for coming on the show. Take us into this, man. Like You have a, a dollar per hour calculator and you know way of valuing yourself well over 3000 almost $4,000 an hour. Can you kind of walk us through that?
0: Yeah, not a problem, Matt. Thanks for having me on the show, man. It has been a minute. It does not feel like it's been six years, man. I was looking through some old photos and some stuff my girlfriend and I did. I felt like it was yesterday. It was three years ago. So I cannot believe you when you actually said those numbers. Um, when it comes down to kind of staying consistent and kind of doing the doing the dollar per value hour, kind of the grind and everything, the question was like, how do I do it? Is that right? hundred percent, uh, it's just knowing that coming back from my roots where I, um, uh, failed out of college, uh, you know, epically, uh, worked in the warehouse for a long period of time. My dad came and he's been doing real estate for almost 60 years at this point. That's what we call him, the grandmaster. I'm the junior grandmaster. Cause I'm always a younger one. And, uh, he took me in and I was flat ass broke. I mean, fucking broke. I had $35 to my name. Um, nobody else could have, could help me at all. They were all broke. And so I had no choice except for door knocking, and cold call. And that's, so that's what I did. I went out and borrowed my dad's tie, borrowed a dress shirt, borrowed her khakis. Uh, I don't think I had was belts and shoes. So I got to use my own of those. Uh, and I would start door knocking uh, every single day, uh, seven days a week. I'd do a probably 100 to 150 doors come back and write five to 10 thank you letters at, from the doors. Then I would get directly onto the calls and that's when I couldn't afford a dialer. So I was just doing handouts through my database, got started getting some deals, got the deals, afforded the dialer. Then I figured out I could do dialing and it would go tr- three times as fast. And I'm like, this is glorious. Holy mackerel. Where has this little bin tool been hiding? And then I just sat down and I put a regiment behind it. It, it, It's a job and people always think about it. And I always say it's a blue collar mindset. And I mean, no disrespect to anybody who works hard in their quote unquote blue collar, but those folks do not have a choice on if they show up to work, what they do at work. It's show up at seven, leave at five. This is what you need to do. If you don't do it, you can, Right. Real estate is not that same way. We are with the ability to say, well, I'm not going to work today. I don't like that task. I want to do it my way, whatever, fill in the blank. And so folks bounce around like a rubber ball on a hot pavement, just boing, 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 trying to get the frick out of the uh, the, uh, the heat, but it can never land. I couldn't bounce. I didn't have a choice. So I sat down and I said, okay, well, how, how do I do this? Well, we all know it's a contact sport. So let's go, hit, let's, go, let's go make the contacts. That's where the triple line came in. So I'd sit down and do 500 to 700 calls a day. And I would do them in 250 blocks, get in, sit down, coffee, 250, take break, take lunch, 250, take break, 250 and day fill in gaps with appointments. Um, Biggest day was ever I ever did was 1,131 phone calls in one day, went home and watched the paint dry. (laughs) But the reason why I stayed consistent and why I was so dedicated on it, because I had no choice. I mean, it wasn't a luxury. It was a necessity. I failed out of college. My next best work employment option was going to be a greeter at Target. And so I'm like, fuck that, not doing it. And so I just asserted myself and I never looked back because I got to meet so many cool people, have so many opportunities. I was able to build and and am building and do build my own personal MLS For investors, because I've already talked to these people ahead of time, they aren't ready now, but I can introduce my investors to them. So it's a long answer to a short question, but it's purely motivated, motivated out of the fact that I had nowhere else to go and I had to do something. And so I stuck with calling and it's paid off.
1: And clearly you started having success. Now, one of the things that's obvious is when you started having success, you didn't shake the blue collar mindset. Was it just out of sheer habit at that point? Or did you fall in love with the process of being a blue collar work ethic in a white collar industry?
0: Yeah, I think that's a better accurate uh, description of that. I like having the blue-collar mindset in a white-collar industry, and the reason why is I don't like hoity-toity. It's not my thing. If you ever meet me in person, I, I'm wearing flip-flops, shorts, a T-shirt with some sort of emblem on it and a backwards baseball hat. I go to meetings. I've listed multi million dollar homes wearing those exact outfits. I go to listing appointments wearing flip-flops. Uh, and, and I get the deals. It's because it's, I'm authentically honest about who I am, what I'm going to bring, and what I'm going to do. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to tell you a fake price. And when I talk with certainty in my voice, people will listen and understand. And when you tell them what to expect up front, they will not be uh, you know, astonished or ashamed or embarrassed that you show up in any way, shape, or form uh, from what the movies and TV shows tell us how agents should look or how social media tells us how we should look. It's all about you, they buy you. You are the value add, nothing else.
1: Well, what's so amazing too, I mean, just in case people don't know where you're located, I mean, you living in the near the Bay Area in California, your price points are extremely high. And as a result, yeah. the expectation might be most agents are dressed to the nines. So it's like out of all the markets you could work, you're in one of the most likely to have to dress nice in order to sell a lot of houses and you don't, and it still works really, really well for you. So yeah. like, take us into like, for the, those that are like you, Flip flops and whatnot, and our cold callers like, how are you turning that into your unique selling proposition, your weapon in these listing appointments?
0: One of the things that I use is video. A lot of agents are still very tenuous around video now with the introduction of AI and AI actors and writing your own scripts and an AI character will just speak it. I think it's going to really shift how much video you're going to see. But the one thing I do on a consistent basis, I do live tours. I take it out and I put it on YouTube. Um, I SEO it I ship it out to other agents we do all kinds of marketing in magazines we're starting to do some marketing in some unique locations that nobody's ever done before we just started this this beta trial um so that works out but my real value add is that I've been doing this for 24 years I might not look fancy but I know a lot of fancy people and so you know what do you want to you want to make this the shiniest nice house or do you want to make the most money and people say, well, I want to make the most money. I say, that's, what, that's why I'm still sitting here. That's why I have the ability to sit here in my comfortable clothes. Because when I'm uncomfortable, I don't think right. And you want me to think right, don't you? Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, that's why we're here. Now we're all comfortable with each other. Let's move forward. And so it's, yeah. it's I'll never forget it. I, I, I signed a property for $5 million. And I, at that time, I, was, I, I told them, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to meet you, but I'm kind of casual. I have jeans on, vans on. Uh, a polo shirt and a hat. He's like, I don't care, Greg. We go out, we talk about gas tanks, race cars, um, and dirt. And we sign a listing agreement. And i and I asked him at the end of it, I said, why did you sign that agreement with me? He said, because you were real. Yeah. I'm like, okay.
1: And there you have it. And once you get one or two sales uh, in that way, then all of a sudden you have complete confidence to just rock out from there on forward. Um, so talk to us about like, I mean, a thousand dials a day, like, you know, obviously it's a blue collar work ethic, but you know, why that as opposed to other strategies?
0: I'm good on the phone. I'm not a good writer. So blogging for me is a hundred percent disaster. Um, I, I don't have the technical wherewithal to edit videos. Otherwise I'd be doing editing videos. So I've had to hire editing teams for that. So there's an expense there that grows pretty quickly. If you don't, you know, stick to the shooting schedule, your entire marketing plan goes backs up really quickly. So for me, what I found is that uh calls, you can I I use Red X. So if anyone wants to use Red X, I can give them a code to knock $150 off if that's of any interest. But it it wasn't interest to me when I signed up, right? And so I sat down and I said, "Okay, I'm going to spend X amount of dollars every single month. I better use it." And so I could I, I could fill in the gaps in my day doing the call. So let's say in the morning I get done walking the dog, come home, it's eight o'clock, eight thirty, jump on, do expires, do some circle prospects around just pendings, whatever you're going to do. But then if you have an appointment, or if you have one, you have a you know to shoot a video or to meet with a client or whatever. Whenever you got 20 minutes, you can fill it in with productive activities. That's why I keep doing it. I would sprinkle in there Instagram stories, reels on YouTube, you know, posts, you know, TikToks, all that, that, that's your filler uh, kind of content. That's your filler, you know, outbound because you can do it at any place at any time. You know, you can't really go door knocking if you have 20 minutes because you got to get in the car, get to the place, get out of the car, do one door, get in the car, get out of the place, get into the office, make the calls and come back. And that doesn't make any sense. That's why I stick with the calls. For me, it's worked very well. But being belly-to-belly, face-to-face is the number one way to ever get a really thriving business. And I'll tell you a trick that I heard if you want to hear it. yeah. So if you guys want to take this challenge, it's very simple, but it's not easy. So here's the simple part about it. If you want more business you can possibly handle or throw a stick out in six months, do this seven days a week for six months. Hand out 25 business cards every single day. That's it. That's your that's your job. Hand out twenty five business cards every single day. Now, in the digital era, you could easily do that online. You could follow up with people. You could give them a call. Like, do something on you know Facebook or Instagram or, or TikTok. Start a conversation. How's life? Get involved with them. Let them know that you're still in real estate and they're still looking at you know seeing them and watching their life and you know they're you're they are still something of concern in your life um but hand over fist you hand people business cards after having a nice conversation and you just say hey i always hand them two i say here's one for you to lose and one for you to keep Mm -hmm. and then i just kind of move on it's a little thing everyone giggles you know they're going to lose them but it was there one or two or three of these people start talking now you have a wealth of people out there that are keeping their antennas you know on in tuned for whenever someone around them needs help like i just got two referrals for two listings from two friends i've had for 20 years when i was a bouncer at a bar and they've referred a lot of their folks and it's just it not a lot of us some of us don't really want to go meet people even though covid's been over for quite some time still people have that fear factor and that's understandable they can't get COVID over the phone <laughs> that's why i do this it's the easiest way to get around gates guard keepers front doors dogs you just leave a message and keep going that's why i do the calls
1: so someone that might be playing devil's advocate might be saying well what about answer rates i mean in the world of all this technology to prevent callers and so on and so forth how has answer rates uh been impacted at all for you
0: That was an issue for a little while. Uh, Something that Red X is doing now is they're monitoring a business line that they give you. So if you're doing calls and if things getting snagged as spam or anything else too much, they'll immediately switch it out for you to a free clear number. And so then you'll obviously you'll skip past that spam filter. So that's really helped our pickup rates um, and obviously just being consistent. We know that every 250 dials will equal one good prospect. So that's either a voicemail, no pickup or a conversation. every 250 is going to give us something that we can work with and so if you're doing 500 calls a day right that's two potential people you can be working with every single day now it's the law of averages some days you're not going to get anything maybe two or three days nothing maybe a week nothing but then one day you'll get or two days you'll get like three or four leads in one day it all averages out so that's those those are the numbers that we work off and just sitting down and the pickup rates they're still okay they're really still okay it's amazing how many people you get on the phone.
1: When you say, okay, are we talking 3%, 8%,
0: 10%? Depends marketplace, time of day, um, income level. Uh, it really is a, a, a micro market niche that every single place you're going to call is going to be a little different. So uh, Union City, where we just picked up a, a, a property, right? For one, seven, very nice neighborhood, right? That neighborhood I thought it would have a better pickup rate. No, it was a very low pickup rate. It's um, highly uh, like Filipino, uh, Indian, uh, Hispanic, uh, white, but those are kind of the four types of folks that congregate in those neighborhoods. I go into another neighborhood that's made up with other diversities and maybe a higher price point. Those folks will have a higher pickup rate of men because sometimes the women are the the bread makers, right? Or breadwinners. Uh, if you go into a city like uh, a city called uh, Concord in our area, it's more of a working class neighborhood. When I say working class for the Bay Area, that's more like 700000 um, And you will get either or of them pick up or neither in the middle of the day because they're both working as a double income neighborhoods. So every area is going to be different. Understand the demographics, understand the income, understand a lot of stuff. And you'll know who's going to pick up the phone or what area is good to call.
1: You are not alone. When I got started, I was continually paying for courses and getting only partial results until I discovered the path that made sense for me. The results prove this out. Most online course creators have let us in on their dirty secrets that 90 to 95% of their students never complete their course and achieve their desired outcome. This is not something that we're okay with. The benefit of working with Tim and I is that we are interviewing between five and 20 people every single week. We have accumulated hundreds of seven figure strategies and got an inside scoop from these successful entrepreneurs. We're able to work with you to pick the strategy that will best fit and then help you create the custom plan to take you quickly into financial freedom. As a former math teacher, I always taught my students that the fastest way between two points is a straight line. If you want to get rid of the many curves in the road that can make the journey longer and more costly, then go to coaching.freedomchaserspodcast.com and book a call with us, and let's get you on a straight line path to freedom. And you're primarily doing circle prospecting, right? So you could be hyper geographically targeted about working close to the office, so on and so forth.
0: Yeah. So there's a lot of different calls that we do. So I do for rent by owners, for sale by owners, um, <clears throat> just listed, just sold. And my personal favorite that I came up with was just pendings. Uh, mm-hmm. Just pendings is probably the magic little tux that a lot of folks just haven't utilized because they didn't know they could use it. But that's where we get a majority of our pickups. The guys I call my assassins that I call with every day from around the country. One of the guys, he's, he has a 12-line dialer he just bought. And he's pushing through like two to 4,000 uh, rings a day. It's unbelievable. It's like, a, it's, like a, it's like a bullet train ripping through the countryside. It's unbelievable how fast he can go through stuff. But we all get on and we all found that just pending uh, just pendings in circle prospecting has been a absolute knockout out of the park, you know, and we're recording this on seven twenty of 23 prior to that last month, uh, we were seeing that expireds were way better. Then there was a shift. We don't know what the heck happened, but it was a nationwide shift. I'm probably thinking it was because of the interest rates, you know, hike, but right now, I mean, just pendings, our, our guys are taking listings, we're taking one to two listings a, a, a week, if not more within our group of five guys in different markets, just by doing the just pending, uh, just pending calls.
1: So I mean, when you're talking about triple line dialers and 12 line dialers ripping through 1000 to 4000 calls a day, what size of list do you need to be able to sustain that sort of volume?
0: So first and foremost, a 12-line dialer is a commercial-grade dialer. I would highly not recommend anybody to do it unless they're really proficient at it. Uh, the triple-line dialer, which is very well-known in our industry, is simple and affordable. Um, I got caught up on the 12-line dialer. My apologies. What was the question?
1: So basically, like with the volume of calls being made, particularly by the 12-line dialer, I mean, what sort of, you know, list? You need a 10000 100000 Oh, list. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: So... When you when I when I'm doing them, I'll do a radius of around. I do the geo fencing leads yeah. uh, for folks to start um, because you can go between like 50 homes or like 500 homes around. So what my recommendation was not so you, so you don't overlap things. Every five or seven days, however long you're going to be doing your calls, pick one zip code, one city, one neighborhood, wherever it is but have five or seven of them around that market area and then put your calling areas in, in so they aren't touching each other or crossing paths. Therefore you won't get ticked off folks. And nine times out of 10, if you have a different message about a different property or a different offer, if you call that same number back in seven days, they won't remember that you called because it will be a different offer. Um, what I did in the beginning is I made the mistake of. Uh, just overlapping thinking that would be a good thing the old analogy of you throw like three pebbles in a pond and all the the ripples overlap that's really bad when you do a lot of calling people get ticked off but yeah that's the scenario I just kind of set up my calling in a grid formation and then just went after it if you're going to be doing those large numbers um, expand your market area, if you're looking to grow, look at the growth path of your areas that you're in and then just follow what those cities are doing and call into those different areas because you call ahead of it and talk to the landowners, see if you can start selling out those chunks of land to either developers or something like that and see maybe see if you have an opportunity to maybe resell those homes down the road. I mean, there's so many opportunities you can do there, but just expand your territory, isolate you know two, three, five, seven different areas that you want to call in and then pick between 50 and 500, and you shouldn't have a problem, because you can wash and repeat this all day long.
1: Yeah, that makes total sense. I love the, the just penning. I mean, I think that's obviously it's brilliant, right? Because that just showed where it's like I like get it from a fishing analogy, that's where the, the, the bait just got bit. And, and so you obviously know you're amongst fish right there. that's, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. So we've talked about the, the methods, right as are the tools. We've talked about the list. Let's talk about like I mean, you have a spreadsheet that you built out to track this and i know this is obviously is not commercially for sale or anything but but it's pretty impressive like just you know in pre-show looking at it so would love to, for you to show people how you're calculating and how you're getting to a valuation of like thirty-seven hundred 700 and something dollars per hour
0: sure not a problem uh let <clears throat> me as i get this set up uh when it comes to doing the just pending calls guys and gals you don't it's not you don't have to call around your property okay it can be anybody's property because your verbiage is going to be this hey, Matt, I just saw that you you, saw, you uh, put the property on 123 Main Street pending because you're gonna call the other agent if you want to. And how many offers did you get? Because sometimes they will, sometimes they won't put that information in the MLS um, and congratulate them on whatever it is, one to five, a thousand offers. Now you go out and you make a call and it's gonna be take the listed, you know, the pending property, then expand out to whatever your comfort is. I usually like 300 around, because that's generally close enough. Uh, and you say, "Hey, my name is Greg, I'm with ABC Realty, I uh, just want to let you know a home went pending in your area. Because uh, if it's not yours, just say a, and that has got me around all kinds of problems there. So let's jump into this uh, spreadsheet here. Just let me know when you guys can see it.
1: And and while it's loading, so a home instead of saying the address, as an example, or
0: instead of saying I have a pending home." So oh, yeah. a home went yeah. pending in yeah. your neighborhood. Got it.
1: Okay. Yeah, I can see right. it now. Okay.
0: So this is a unique spreadsheet. This was built for me by my father 10, 15 plus years ago, probably even further back. Um, and it's very simple. So you just type in, this is again for door knocking. So forgive me, you can change these words whatever you want, but who did it? So I did the calls, the date. This is obviously a fake sheet I made to show people back in 2017. I was using Mojo at the time. My script was just sold. List was a just sold in my hour count. So you can see how, how long I did my calls for. Attempts, how many people did I attempt to talk to that day? How many people are actually home, aka okay, people that picked up the phone? The next two lines are the most important ones the CMA appointments, and then they may buy or sell sides. The rest of these will factor in. They're not really, they're not needed, but they're something that you can use further down the road. But these two, so did you get an appointment for a CMA? Yes. Are they thinking about buying or selling down the road? Yes. So you mark those down. Now we built this so that it's gonna auto fill and calculate. So if at the very bottom here, I built in like two uh, 160 rows. So if you do 160 days of this stuff straight, find someone who's good with Excel, extend the, extend it down and just keep going, build it out to like 365 or something. But based upon the the data up on the top, right and these were not high call you know examples um, i'm going to have the opportunity to go out and talk with 4, four uh, 45,689 people which is going to let me go face to face with 9,156 people which is going to turn into 444 leads now we do everything on a conversion factor of 5 as a base so we're going to say out of all these people you're going to convert 5% Total. So let's look at what that really means. We're going to come down here and we're going to say, "Okay, Matt, what is the average price point in your area?" Because we're going to fill this sheet in as if you were an agent making these calls. So, what's an average price point for your neck of the woods?
1: Five hundred thousand.
0: Oops, that's five fifty. There's five hundred. Okay. And commissions? Are you guys at two and a half, three? Yeah. What are you guys at?
1: Yeah, two and a half is pretty normal.
0: Okay. So we're two and a half now, uh, how many months out of the year? I mean, are you going to be working all 12 we're assuming or some portion of them? Oh, of course. Okay. Now out of that 12 months, we have it scheduled in here that you're going to be working 40 months out of the year, which is 77 out of the 52 weeks. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, would you work 40? Would you work 50 realistically? How much would you work?
1: 46, 48, probably.
0: Okay. Why don't we do, let's just do whoops, 46. Um, now how many days are you, how many hours are you prospecting per day?
1: Um, let's just say I would do four,
0: four hours a day. Yeah. Is that, is that, is that, is that, is that something that you can be consistent on?
1: Uh, in this hypothetical situation, uh, or so just actually, in a
0: life situation. Yeah.
1: Like I, I do obviously podcast prospecting, but when what? I was doing uh real estate podcast or uh, prospecting, yeah, I, I would do, I mean, probably we'll call it two, but I mean,
0: There'll be a lot of okay. days I do three or four hours. Okay. Well, not 25. No. Okay. So let's just start at one and we're doing five days a week or three days a yep. week or four days five, a week. Sure. Yeah. Five days a week. Okay. This is where it's going to get fun. So we're going to come up here to the top. And I, with the, the numbers we just put in an average of 500,000 sale, a percent commission working 46 weeks out of the year, which is 88% of the, uh, the 52 weeks, five days a week, one hour a day is all we're saying at a 5% conversion factor. You have the ability to make a potential, basically $319,044 potential revenue. that's going to total out to about 26 transactions. So what does that mean? Let's back into it. Every door or call is worth $6. Every person you talk to or they tell you to go kick rocks is worth $30. Every minute you are prospecting. Every 60 seconds is worth $23. Every hour is worth $1,389. And every lead is worth $625. It will change very quickly. So let's do this. So now remember, we're at our total amount here. That's in one hour. So you say well, we're going to go to two hours, right? Yeah. Watch this. Bam. You just went from three to 640,000, essentially. Uh, You just went, You now you have an opportunity to talk to 105,084 people. So that's just by adding on one extra hour. I mean, that's only 8% of your day. You know, one hour is 4% of your days. That's 8% of your day. It's not even 10% of your day. You got a lot of time there. But let's say you wanted to say, Greg, that's really great, but I got a wife. I got kids. I got friends. I got a life outside work. I can only do one hour a day because my wife's jumping up down my throat about this. Okay. But I'm going to attend uh, two seminars and I'm going to read five books, and that's going to give you 2% better on closing and converting, right? That has jumped you to $450,000 by 2% of getting conversion rates. He didn't spend any more time. He didn't talk to any more people. He just converted better. He said, You like that. Okay. Fantastic. And you got a few more percent better, three more percent better, and you're at 10%. You're, now, you're at that $640,000 a year. You're prospecting one hour a day, five days a week. You didn't even step up your, your number of weeks. You're still working 46. You're still getting some vacation time. You didn't even touch your price point or your commission. You only got better at your craft. Therefore, your client, your hourly worth now is worth $2,778. I love this one. Every min- every minute is worth forty six dollars. <laughs> now we come over here and say, you know what? We've been playing with five hundred. I think that with our production, we can easily play with the boys in the seven fifty range. I think I just put an extra zero in there. So now we jump up to a new price point. Haven't changed. Haven't lost any of our skill sets. Now you're at nine hundred and sixty thousand dollars, one hour a day, five days a week of prospecting, forty six weeks. You stepped up your price point, you stepped up your ability to close through education and you're making three times the amount of money. I mean, yeah. that's pretty damn cool, right? Because then incredible. you're at $4,167 worth every hour you're prospecting with your ability to close at
1: 10%. Okay, so what I want to do, because you don't know what I made my very first nine months in real estate. I'm just, I'm just curious how close this gets. If we can put the conversion factor back to 5%. Conversion to five. 5%, uh, move the house value down to 500,000. And I, I worked 32 weeks that year. I'm very curious to see what this spits out. Like, I mean, Greg, this is within $5,000 of my gross, the first nine months I was in the business.
0: So I'm not wrong. Am I?
1: You're not wrong, bro. This is wildly <laughs> impressive.
0: <laughs> uh, Cause <laughs> that first year dude, check this shit out. Every hour someone talks shit to you when you're prospecting, you're like, what the fuck am I doing with my life right now? Yeah. Uh, well, you're worth uh, about $1,389 an hour. What, that, doctors and lawyers combined don't make that much an hour. Yeah. So, wow. I mean, throw another scenario at me. I mean, because, I mean, imagine if you had said, and I, I mean, you are obviously an incredibly intelligent human being. That's why we're talking. But I mean, let's, let's put like this, someone's mindset in your old shoes and they're going, okay, I'm just like Matt. I know this, this is, sounds like my market. I can do this, but I really, I think I can do better than fine. Let's say okay. their first year, let's say they, they did, they closed 6%, right? Mm-hmm. 260,000, 270,000. Yeah. An extra 34,000 for no extra work. Yeah. For, you just got 1% smarter. Yeah. That's all you have to do. Go read a book, go, go network, go talk to an old broker, you know, go listen to podcasts, you know, go to an event, go sit down and, you know, sit at the feet of the number one broker that in every city around you, take them to lunch, to coffee, ask them the one thing they did or they didn't do. They wish they had done and then show them that you took action. These people will be your advocates, boys and girls. Yeah. hundred percent. And Absolutely they will awesome. want to help you.
1: So, Let's talk a little bit. What's the future for you? I mean, obviously you're, you're doing really, really well. Uh, how, how long do you want to play this game and what's, what's the future?
0: Well, if I knew the future, I would be in Vegas putting everything on, on red. Right. Um, honestly, strange as it sounds, I I'm actually, I want, I want to scale my personal business back. I want less headaches. Um, so I mean, our average price point here uh, in the Alamo Danville area that I have you know, born and been lived in since I was in second grade, about a million seven for a decent house um, up to five, six, seven, eight million. So if I did you know, a couple of deals a month at you know a million seven on a very healthy lifestyle, I really wanna get back and really focus extremely hard on YouTube, uh, doing some recruiting for my EXP team, And uh, going out, becoming a content creator uh, that other folks can use my content to help them garner some additional um, business for whatever job they're, whatever business they have. They have a chocolate shop. They have a real estate job. If they have a concrete lane company, if I can help, if I can create content for them and help them get more business and stay in front of a camera and a microphone, that's what I would do
1: incredible man thanks for coming on sharing about your life and your business you're always authentic man always entertaining uh i always love talking with you so guys write down some stuff that you learned my goodness and and this video with the the spreadsheet breakdown like i mean nailed something that i did years ago what was this like eight years ago down within like five or ten thousand dollars it's absolutely wild how accurate you could be when you talk about volume over time. If you're consistent, you're doing the right things, things are going to happen for you. So take notes about what you learned from the day. Share it with somebody you know so they can hold you accountable. It's freedom is required, one action at a time. If you take steps day by day before you know it, you too will be living a life of freedom. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next episode. Please like, comment, share, and subscribe. Engagement is like gold to us. We can't do what we're doing without it. Reviews and subscriptions, particularly on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube are worth more than money. So please do what you can to support the show.